Hey guys, it's MD, and you're listening to Relate with MD Chow. Hi everyone, and welcome to season three of my podcast. I appreciate you listening, and for this season, I want to pivot to focus on entrepreneurship. I want to focus on the topic of business building and brand building. Uh, some of you listening may know this, some of you may not, but uh, for the past uh, nearly 20 years, I've been an entrepreneur. Uh, I started with having my own marketing agency for about nine years in the Washington, D.C. area before merging my company with another, and I ended up going to the music business as a recording artist, which brought me all the way out to uh, the West Coast, to make the story short. And so now I'm out in Southern California in the Orange County, Los Angeles area. And uh, I took uh, a little bit of a detour um, because the music business is tough. And I did five independent albums, got under major management, uh, got my music into major television shows like 90210, uh, National Geographic, MTV, uh, Made Even, and uh, even today, my songs are circulating in retail stores and grocery stores and spas and things like that in Europe. And uh, every now and then I get royalty checks for, for placements uh, of my music. But I ended up going back into business. Uh, but before that, I did a brief stint uh, doing general management, helping turn around sales operations in the millions of dollars for a major uh, luxury uh, jewelry company before getting recruited to help uh, fix another operation um, and uh, ended up going back into marketing um, after really just assessing what I wanted to do uh, in business once again. So I started uh, three different marketing concepts and was working on those before I connected with my now business partner, uh, Lee Covell on uh, Apogee United and uh, working together to build a new kind of agency, uh, an agency that is sort of a mercenary marketing consulting agency that really get results for clients and customers and people who are trying to uh, build their businesses, build their brands, um, or even fix their revenue issues because uh, their marketing programs are broken. So I know quite a bit about business in the last 20 years. I've helped uh, a lot of companies from various industries launch new businesses or relaunch or rebrand um, and, and fix their business issues, uh, whether it was more direct or uh, more indirect. Um, but I would say in my mind, there are countless case studies just from experience of what has worked and what hasn't worked uh, with clients and partners that I've worked with over the years. Um, creative wise, I've been doing designing and understanding web ever since uh, front page was how you built websites. Um, I was working uh, in the digital creative uh, when Angel Fire and GeoCities still existed. Um, and I've seen technology role and how technology has affected marketing and advertising, um, you know, from, from the start of Google to the MySpace days. I mean, AOL. Um, and now here we are where, where the latest and greatest and the one with the most attention is TikTok. And 
So I've seen through the last two decades how marketing has changed and how building businesses has changed. Um, but one thing remains the same is that people remain people psychologically. We're still driven by the same things. Uh, we're still motivated by the same things. And uh, we still make the same mistakes as business people, as entrepreneurs, uh, when it comes to uh, how to compel and persuade people to do business with us. So I want to pivot my podcast to really focus more on entrepreneurship, to focus more on business building and brand building and get to the nitty gritty. Uh, in the past, I've talked more about relationships and motivational things. Uh, I feel like I really need to dive into some of my more authentic experiences. Uh, by authentic, I mean uh, things that I deal with more, um, things that are less ambigu ambiguous and more practical uh, because my world is very much so about strategy and practicality, um, pragmatism, uh, more so than idealism. Um, so I'm excited to share the things that uh, I've experienced with you, uh, the things I've learned, things that I've uh, learned through mistakes uh, and also through wins. The things that I've seen my clients and partners uh, done that have been good and have been bad. I'll leave the names out, but I want to share with you things that I think could help you navigate the world that we're in today and to build your business and to build your brand. And in that, we'll mix in some personal things and personal development type uh, topics. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for uh, staying for those that have been following from the beginning. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, those of you that are new, um, subscribe, follow. I'll make sure that the content is meaningful uh, for you. So without further ado, let's dive into the topic of entrepreneurship and, uh, and business building. I want to start by saying that it takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of courage to do business, to take an idea that you have and try to materialize it into something. Um, you know, I, I love business and I also love the arts, you know, again, with, with, with the music business when I was recording artists, because essentially to me, business and music and entertainment is the same thing in many ways is because you, all that you have to start with is an idea. And then you have to, with your own resourcefulness and creativity, right? You have to materialize that idea. And then you have to get people to like that idea and to buy into that idea, right? And then you have to figure out how to monetize it so that you can continue carrying out the idea or generating new ideas. So it takes creativity. It takes, uh, it takes, uh, being innovative. It takes thinking strategically. And so when I look at entrepreneurship and I, and you see in, on my LinkedIn that I call myself a creative entrepreneur because really it's just, I'm a creative person, but really what it means to me is that entrepreneurship requires creativity. You have to be creative. Um, but when you are creative, I think the danger is that you can try to reinvent things that 
do not need to be reinvented. And then also the other thing about creativity is that there is the kind of creativity that is personal and artful. And then there's the kind of creativity that is competitive, meaning you're creating something in order to compete and to win market share, to win attention, to win pieces of the pie, right? And so when it comes to being creative, I think in a business world, there's no such thing as good or bad. There's no such thing as ugly or pretty. There's only competitive and not competitive. And we'll dive deep into it in just one moment. Before we continue with our topic, I want to share with you a current project that I'm working on. I actually wrote and produced and performed a song called Stand Next to Me. And the goal of the song is to help unite everyone together during a time that's really volatile for a lot of us when it comes to racial relations. And uh, I put together an entire website uh, for the song, and there's several initiatives around it that I want to invite you to uh, participate in and get involved with. Please visit standnexttome.org. That's standnexttome.org. And... Uh, Check it out. Check out the song and check out the initiatives around the song. And I hope you will uh, consider getting involved and helping us with that initiative. Thank you. And we're back. You know, when it comes to being competitive, your own personal taste and your own personal preferences can really get in the way. More often than not, when you are trying to build your business, your perspective of your product or your service is likely not the perspective of the consumer that you're trying to reach. It's really important that you understand the psychology and the perspective of your target audience. And one of the first steps to understanding that perspective is by realizing that it's likely not going to match up with your personal taste or your personal preference. That doesn't mean that a person can't get to a point where they view your product and your service maybe with the same passion and with the same understanding that you do. But at the start, that's not going to be where they are. That won't be their position. So you have to trust the perspective of your target consumer that's being presented to you, whether it is by a consultant or a marketing agency that you brought on, or just by data itself presenting to you how your target consumer is responding to your product or service. It's so important that you don't get stuck on your own personal taste and preference and that you pivot with data, that you pivot with solid psychological principles. 
really understanding what would really make people uh, respond positively to your message and be compelled in a way that caused them to consume your product or your service. This is so critical uh, to understand because you almost have to separate yourself a bit. There's a saying, you can't shop from your own pocket. It's so, so true. I've seen so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs make this mistake. Shopping from their own pocket. You know, sometimes when I push and push and push to my clients um, what I feel they should do, there can be a perspective that uh, I'm operating out of ego or operating out of my own preference. But what they don't understand is that uh, I'm so far removed from my own preference and my own personal taste because I understand this one thing. Personal taste does not matter. Personal preference does, uh, does not matter. The only thing that matters is whether or not you are presenting your message, your proposition in a competitive way. This is a competition. Business is a competition. And there's no such thing as good taste or bad taste. There's only competitive taste and non-competitive taste. How competitive are you in the marketplace in order to grab at market share? Personal taste, personal preferences cannot be leading your attempt to acquire a customer. Now, if your personal taste and personal preference happen to match up with what your target consumer, the way they think, the way they see, the way they view everything, then that's fantastic. You are not the norm. You are the exception to the norm. And so congratulations on that. But for most, for most, you have to step outside of your own box and not shop from your own pocket and understand that there's a high chance that a consumer that you want to purchase your product and service likely will not see your product and service when it's first presented to them the way that you see it. So remember, there's no such thing as good or bad taste. There's only competitive and non-competitive taste. So you've got to put aside your personal taste and personal preference and understand what is truly, truly competitive in order to help your business win. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all social media channels at RealMDChow. That's Real. M-D-C-H-A-U.